Hello and welcome back to Upilile, the podcast. Here to serve your emotional wellness is Uzama Wutlemolefe, but my family calls me Uzama. And I guess we are at that point in the Upilile community where we can declare ourselves as a family. So in order to grow this family, please make sure that you're subscribed and show some love to the different conversations by leaving a like or a comment. But most importantly, share Upilile as a gift to those you love and desire a healthy emotional well-being for. Because my belief is that the various factors that influence us internally, whether it is our upbringing, family dynamics, or environmental factors, they trickle into how we show up in the various areas of our life. So this platform is purpose to provide a space where we have the uncommon conversation, allowing you to feel seen in your set of circumstances. And I have the pleasure of serving you in conversation because my favorite form of art is the art of conversation and hopefully leading you to an introspection so that you have a chance to show up as your most healed and authentic self in the environments of your calling. My desire is for you to live, fully live, so enjoy this conversation it is the riskiness of recording right before i have to go to work i love it for myself (laughs) yeah because if you can't find time it's important that you make time and i saw this pocket of time and i thought let me just go try and record this episode so this is it welcome to a brand new episode on upilile the podcast how are you doing well, I am doing okay. I think I'm at a solid eight. I'm just dealing with a slight kind of headache, um, having to adjust to overtime. But I mean, it is what it is. Um, eventually, my body will get used to it. But for now, we're just having transition pains here and there. <laughs> and that's on that. So this is the episode that I actually wanted to start with because... I've realized over the years that I'm not very much into the whole goal setting episode type of thing because I think it has a pressure in it and it's an unnecessary pressure, especially for the people who take quite a bit to feel our things and transition into the new year. Um, You don't want to have people feeling like they have to have everything sorted out by like the first week of January or the first two weeks of January. But um, you have to enable people their own process. So that's why I try to stray away um, from such conversations. But last week just led to itself. <laughs> that's what happened last week. But this is the episode that I actually wanted to do. So if you've been in the Upilile family for a while now, you know the story about my name. I think I shared it in my first episode. Nothing in two other episodes that are written Upilile. Um... But what you guys don't know about me is that I didn't only have a problem with my second name. I actually have a problem with my first name as well or had a problem with my first name as well for the longest time. And for those who live in KZN, they know why. So my name is Uzama Wuhle, um, which is Uzama Ogwuhle, uh, which is loosely translated to trying to do good. Right? Yeah. Try to do good. That's what my name means. Which then means that my name shortened is try, which is Zam. And if you know anything about people around my age range, if you call out into any squad and you say, oh, like a girl squad, and you say, where's Zama? 
Like someone is bound to turn around. <laughs> That's how many Zamas there are. So I always just had this thing that I wish my name was a little bit more original, first and foremost. But more than original, I didn't like the fact that my name wasn't a declarative statement or a definitive statement, you know, because when it comes to the concept of trying, I mean, you can live your whole life and try something and not succeed, you know, um, quite a pessimistic way to look at it, but it is what it is. That's how I felt about my name. And I felt like I wish my name was something more declarative. I wish my name was something more affirmative, you know, awkward like why am I always going to be trying <laughs> because like trying doesn't really speak to success rate you know um it's just trying 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 and trying some more and you could spend your entire life trying and I wanted to be like a uh, because that's more declarative do good you know uh be good it's not try and right so I had a problem with my name for a while there. Um, actually, was thinking about changing it roundabout in my late teens because I was just like, nah, I don't feel like this is as powerful as it could be. <laughs> I feel like we could be doing more. But then I got over myself eventually and I just started to accept. And it's okay. This, this is what we have going on. And unfortunately, living in my brain, um, these are the conversations we have with ourselves. So a lot of people would be like, why would you spend so much time dissecting your names? It is what it is. These are things or random thoughts that I have on a general day. So that's the problem that I, that I had with my name, that I wished it was more a declarative statement or a definitive statement or something that affirmed more than an attempt of doing something, right? So I moved from that space to just being okay with my name and not being bothered by it or whatever. And then last December, I was listening to something. I was listening to a sermon and the sermon based, well, the sermon was based on the words trying. And boy, <laughs> it's like someone breathed life into my name because I was just like, okay, okay, pastor. I think you answer something here. And... That word inspired me so much. It inspired me so much that it had me thinking, I think I want to have a theme for my podcast this year. You know, I want to have something that um, most of my topics can run through because what usually happens is that when I go through things, right, um, I work through things and... Um, challenges that I faced in life and when I'm in a particular space or a particular mind frame um, with that season with that area of my life the Holy Spirit gives me an okay and then I come here and I share about it especially when I've come to a mm, what what's the word when I've come to a neutral stance or a stance that could render good perspective right so that's what usually happens um we get an okay and then we speak about it so for example other things are quicker than others right um some things i'm able to speak about when i'm still in a vulnerable state um for example um i think i shared trauma bonds last year 
Trauma Bonds was about my relationship with my mom and my mom moving into this new season of being married and me feeling like I was left behind because we had bonded over this trauma that we had experienced and I had felt like I'd accommodated my life in a sense to really just, you know, listen to Trauma Bonds. So I'm not actually trying to explain something very lengthy. But then you have things like um, the Step Parents series where I've had step parents for the past maybe plus 15. No, no, no. Um, I'm 27. So about 20 plus, um, about 20 years of my life, I've had step parents. But I only released the step parents series last year because that took me longer to run with, right? So this year, the plan is still the same, which is growing through three, growing through things. <laughs> what a tongue twister growing through things and healing through them and bringing them on here and having conversation about them. But I wanted to have a basis of a theme that I was going to share about and that theme being trying to do good. Now, when I went back into my space and reflected on that word that I was listening to, I wanted to bring you guys a challenge for this year, right? I just want to give a backdrop to this challenge. So, we all know that we have relationships and um, things that we have accepted in our lives as this is just the thorn in my flesh. Um, this situation is like this or this situation has felt like this for what seems to be a very long time. And I've built an okayness around the situation. And that situation for me, just giving an example, so I um, is that I had a situation with my grandmother, my paternal grandmother. Um, my paternal grandmother and my dad have a dicey relationship and the dicey relationship that they have has filtered in to my grandmother's relationship with my dad's children, right? And right now I'm the only child remaining because my brother passed away, but it's filtered into that and it kind of it kind of skews the way in which she sees us and she interacts with us because she is covered by her experience with my dad right and I had tried oh boy had I tried I tried I tried to reason things I tried to draw boundaries operate from a space of um, acceptance operate from a space of patience operate from a space of grace operate from just different spaces to try and deal with this thing and I or try to deal with this relationship. And I just got to a point where I wasn't having it. <laughs> Boy, I mean, I was just tired. I was like, no, actually, I think I spoke about this in my second episode on Upilin. So that's, the, it dates back from even before that. Because that, I think, was four years ago. Um, so I had tried and I was done being a mediator. I was done being the calm, nice person who's trying to always see reason and excuse people's behaviors because I understood their past and what gave birth to who they are now. I just decided that I was going to remove myself from the situation and just continue with my life. And I did exactly that um, for a couple of years. And I mean, I was good with it. I was so good. I was like proper good. 
and I had just decided that I just was not going to interact anymore. And it wasn't like a complete cutoff. So if I was going to interact, it was going to be at a bare minimum with time constraints. And my cousin was going to be there because she's a, a more neutral party or she has favor in my grandmother's sight, right? So she was going to be around. But I just kept those visits to a minimum. And by a minimum, I'm meaning like two times a year for for people who are about 15 minutes away from where I live. Because I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I cannot, I don't have the emotional capacity to give anything in this relationship anymore. I've tried, right? And then I continued with my life. I continued with my life and I met up with Ukoko in my church last year. And this Koko proposed to me with Enahe, um... Do you realize that the relationship your dad has with your grandmother might have a generational effect um, on you guys, right? And I was like, no. <laughs> so we continue to unpack this conversation and she gets to the proposal of going back to my grandmother and apologizing on my behalf and apologizing on my dad's behalf as well because we both knew that there was no ways my dad was ever going to um, apologize to my grandmother and you get why because you know you've seen both sides and you know this person did nothing wrong so to then humble yourself to go and apologize when you truly believe there's nothing like this person just chose to feel a certain way about you right and so I remember I just I felt, I felt some type of way about it because I also felt like I wasn't in the wrong so why was I going to go apologize? But anyways, for me, I'm one of those people. If I can forecast a possibility of something affecting my future, I'd rather address it now. I'd rather fix it now. So um, I go to my grandmother's house uh, with my mom and we get there and I ask for a moment to speak with her and I speak with her and I share with her that, you know, I've been holding back and I haven't been coming here and I haven't been interacting as much as I know I could possibly do because I was just tired. You know, I was tired of everything. I was tired of being the mediator. I was tired of coming this side and hearing this person speak toxicity about this person and going to the other side and hearing that person speak toxicity about other people and then constantly having to maintain a neutral. You know, it's exhausting. And I told her, you know, I've got desires and things that I wish I'd see come to pass in this family, but I've also come to an acceptance that it might never happen. But whilst it might never happen, I think it's important that if I and my dad had offended her in any way, we apologize for it. And I sincerely apologized. And, you know, I shared, it's, it's so important. God understands why he put her um, as a grandparent and put her as the older figure, right? So we have nothing, we can't do anything but submit to that. Um, not submit to toxicity in a sense, but submit to the order of things. You know, in as much as, yes, we believe, but if that was not the case and that was probably never going to happen, it's important that we're able to humble ourselves and go to her and ask for that forgiveness and I mean I remember I apologized to her and she shared you know I love you and I 
love your dad, but you know, things just aren't working out. And I've realized things will possibly never work out. And we made peace about that. We made peace about that. And for the first time in 27 years of me being alive, because I was 27 at that point, it was during the December month. Um, No, no, no. It was during October. Yeah, so I was 26, just about to turn 27. Um, we, so I apologized. And for the first time, my grandmother told me that she loved me. And that had never happened before. Not that it's something that I really kind of felt like I missed out on. <laughs> like I said, I think I've said before, I don't have the world's most um, declarative family when it comes to sharing love or proclaiming love, right? So that's never been a thing. That's never been something I thought about. But I remember that when she said it, I remember thinking, oh my gosh, that's the first time she's ever said that. So what is this whole story about? Um, I wanted to challenge every single person who is under the sound of my voice who listens to opinion in the podcast there are certain things and certain areas of your life or certain areas of our lives that we have built a contentment in them not working out that we have built a contentment to this is how things will always be you know for some of us it may be family for some of us it may be i've tried applying for work and i've tried over and over and over again and the worst thing is maybe I do get interviews and I never get a call back. Or the worst thing is I don't even get a response. So I've come to a point of just accepting, Uti, this is my lot in life. And I am in a space where I'm beginning to be able to live with it. So I don't want to try anymore. My challenge to you this year in the year of 2024 is to try again it is to try and do good right sometimes like the situation with my grandmother you've tried to do good countless times over and over and over and over again and it just seems like it is being smacked right back in your face and every time you've allowed yourself to be vulnerable and it gets smacked back in your face it is more a tick or it is another tick would he, I should have just left it alone, right? I want to challenge people who have had maybe health problems or have had um, their body be in a space where they don't desire for their body to be in that space. And they have tried the working out thing and sometimes they just can't get themselves to commit, you know, and instead of going through the whole cycle of trying to work out, then falling off the wagon, then feeling guilty and then using food to self-soothe, you know, and then gaining some more weight, they'd rather just not try. And my challenge to you is to try again. You know, um, as I said, Uti, when I had a problem with my name, it was because it just didn't affirm something strong enough or it didn't declare something strong enough. And I wanted to be a doer. But all you can ask of yourself in particular points in time, especially when you've been vulnerable and hurt over and over and over and over again all you can ask of yourself is to just try try one more time give it your best shot who knows this might be the year it 
eventually comes full circle. Now, in my situation with my grandmother, yes, obviously, there might be that level of peace or there might be that level of healing. And I'm not naive to think, oh, okay, now I can go ahead and spend 20 hours with my grandmother, you know, because I'm still the same person and so is she. And that is what resulted in um, what had transpired before. So you know that there's still going to be boundaries. You know that you can't just, you know. But the point is you attempt again. And sometimes all you can give yourself is that attempt one more time. For those who've given up on love and, you know, 2023 or you've given up on it for a long time and you don't believe that they're good men or they're good women or people who you know want you for you outside of the things that you have or outside of what you seemingly can offer from a physical stance try again my challenge to everyone Onopilile, the podcast this year is, let's try again. Let's be vulnerable again. Let's risk being hurt again. You know, that's, that's sometimes what this life thing is. You know, you can never guarantee, Uti, oh, okay, Zama, so you're saying, <laughs> if I try one more time, it's going to work out. I'm not saying that. I'm saying... Life is made out of life's experiences. And some of them sting a whole lot. But give yourself that opportunity to try again. To try again. To try and do good. To try and be good. And that's my request. That is my plea for this year. Try again. Brace yourself. <laughs> put on, put on, put on your armor and try again. Try again. Try again. You know the area of your life that needs you to try again. And I know sometimes, like I said, that's the honest truth. I was absolutely okay. I'm you guys, it is what it is. <laughs> you know, I was absolutely okay with not having a relationship with my grandmother. As I'd chosen my peace of mind, I'd chosen my emotional health, I'd chosen my safety. I just accepted it would see, okay, this is what it is. It will never work out. We tried, and I could fully stand in front of a jury and like, provide evidence over and over and over again of how many times I tried. And no, I would rest easy, you know. Um, it had gotten to a point where my grandmother's very old, you know, she's old as in, she's like in her 80s. And I had accepted that, you know, if she had passed, And things just were the way that they were. 
I'd be okay. That's how much I tried. And that's how much contentment I had built in terms of just moving on, cutting, moving, you know. But I tried again. And when we try again, you don't try again just for yourself. I spoke about this. I don't remember what episode. I think it was trauma bonds. I don't remember. But I was speaking about the fact that when you're in a room and you fight a gremlin, um, whatever monster, <laughs> that is a challenge in your family, that is a challenge in your life. You ensure that when your kids, when those who follow behind you, step into that room, if you have fought with every single thing that you have, they have a lesser gremlin to fight, you know. But when we let things go and we don't do the hard things and we don't do the uncomfortable things and we don't try again, try again with our health, try again with our spirituality, try again with our emotions, try again with our families and friends, try again with our finances, looking for work, and risk that chance of being hurt all over again. If we don't do that, those who come behind us will have a bigger gremlin to fight. They'll fight their gremlins and they'll fight our gremlins because we fail to do so. So when you can't find a reason why you should do it for you, find a reason why those who come after you don't have to pay that price of fighting as hard as you could in this moment. So I challenge you to fight. I challenge you to try again. And sometimes fighting just looks like signing up for that gym. Looks like going to church again. Although it's a, a spot where you've been hurt before. It means just praying again. And having that conversation, that first awkward conversation with God. Well, it means going to your grandmother's. Although you try to do so with every fiber of your being. You know, it means just sending that job application again. It means just approaching that person again. If love is what you're looking for. But it means just trying. And when we do the hard work, those who come behind us will thank us for it. You know, it makes me think about um, just a, a simple example. My mom is the first person in my family to, she was the first person in my family to have a degree. And um, it took her eight years in UNISA because she'd done her diploma and then she did her degree through UNISA and she was married, she was a wife, she had kids. Through all that person, it took her quite a long time, you know. Um, and because she did it, and as long as it took her, I went into uni. And it took me half the time um, that it took her, right? Um, there's a whole lot of shifting and chopping and changing, add, 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 add. But I knew 
that it was possible and that it could be done because I'd seen my mom do it. I, I, I knew there was no chance of it not happening. <laughs> you know, yes, it obviously could have not happened, but like there, there was never a thought. And as much as university was very hard for me, I had to change degrees. I was there, I think, for five years in total, right? Changing degrees, moving to this one, and then doing that one, and, and, and. But not once did I think, oh, man, I think I'll just drop this. Why? Because my mom had done it. <laughs> so I knew it was doable. And she had eight years in, so I just, knew, I just need to be a little less than eight years, and we're going to be good. But she fought that education gremlin for me. And I fought that education gremlin for those who come behind me. So now my brother's in high school and it's, 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 it, it, he doesn't have to start again. You know where, oh my gosh, he's the first to do this and he has to fight with all his might. We fought the gremlin. He knows it's possible. You know, so let's go out there and try again and be vulnerable again and risk being hurt again and whatever that needs to happen for ourselves and moreover for those who come behind us. I hope you guys have a great week. Peace be unto you.